We are Karen and Kids, and we, we are the children of God. Great is the love the Father has given us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. We lift our voice and sing. To the King. So join us as we learn about God and as we sing and celebrate. Welcome to Karen and Kids. Last time we talked about Joseph. Does anyone remember what we learned? Joseph's father liked him better than his brothers, and his brothers hated him because of that. Lots of jealousy. Joseph's brothers threw him in a pit. And they sold him into slavery. And then they made their father believe that Joseph was dead. And he ended up in prison, far from home in Egypt. But God had big plans for Joseph, even in prison. God gave Joseph the gift of interpreting dreams. And the king had a dream for Joseph to interpret, didn't he? And that's where we left our story. But before we go back to that story, let's have a fun song. I was thinking about a song about food. Mm, that, that sounds good to me. When it's time for breakfast, what do you like to eat? When it's time
Last time we left off with Joseph being summoned to the king, or Pharaoh, because the king needed someone to tell him what his dreams meant. Let's find out what happened next. The Pharaoh had dreamed two dreams. The first time he dreamed that seven skinny cows ate seven fat cows. The second time, he dreamed that seven skinny stalks of green ate seven full stalks. God told Joseph what they meant, and Joseph told the king. They meant that there would be seven years of plenty and good food in Egypt, which would be followed by seven years of famine and no good food. Joseph told the Pharaoh that he needed to appoint someone over the workers and help them store up lots of food during the seven good years. So he made Joseph second in command over all Egypt. During the seven years of good food, Joseph and the workers put away grain, little by little, until they had lots stored up. Then the seven years of famine came. Families from countries all around came to get food from Egypt, including Joseph's brothers. What do you think it would be like to have no food at all? I think it would be really hard, and nobody really would have any energy to do anything because okay. food gives us energy. Yeah, and you'd be really skinny. Mm-hmm. I think it would be scary to have no food because you'd be like, I'm so hungry. Yeah. But there's no food. Really? Because when we just open up our refrigerator or our cupboard or go to the store, don't we? And have a snack, yeah. Well, thank God that there's lots of food to go around. But Joseph's brothers had to travel all the way to Egypt to get their food. And little did they know who was going to meet them. Their long-lost brother, Joseph, was in charge of handing out the food. Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. His dreams came true, too. His brothers bowed down to him since he was second in command. Do you remember the dream that he had, that his brothers would bow down to him? What was happening? It was coming true. That's right. They told him that they were there to buy food to feed their family. Joseph let them buy food, but he wanted to see his father and younger brother. Their father had stayed at home with the son who had been born after Joseph, Benjamin. Jacob didn't want to lose another son. So Joseph told them to bring their little brother to Egypt. They still didn't recognize him. But they returned to their home in Canaan and brought their brother Benjamin to Egypt, although their father didn't want them to. When all of his brothers arrived back in Egypt, Joseph left them by more grain, and they all had a supper with him. When it was time for them to go, Joseph secretly put his silver cup into Benjamin's bag. When his brothers had left, Joseph sent out some men to pretend Benjamin had stole the cup and bring him back as a slave. And Benjamin's brothers followed the ones who'd been sent to find the cup. When they reached Pharaoh's house, the brothers pleaded to let Benjamin return to their father, Jacob. If he didn't, Jacob was sure to die because he was so sad. And if Benjamin became a slave, Jacob would have lost two sons, wouldn't he? Joseph and Benjamin. How do you think his father would feel? He probably felt like he couldn't go on in his life. He just wanted to lay down and die. Because they were very, very special to him, weren't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Joseph realized how sad his father was going to be, and he decided he was going to tell him the truth, right? Joseph listened to his brothers pleading. Finally, he decided he had to share the truth with them. He told all of his servants to leave the room, and he told his brothers that it was him, Joseph. And they were all so happy to see him alive. Pharaoh gave Joseph's family permission to live in the best land in Egypt. So Jacob and the rest of his family in Canaan came to live in Egypt. This story has a happy ending, doesn't it? 
Joseph and his family all got together again, and they lived happily ever after in Egypt? No. No. We'll hear the rest of the story another time, the story of Moses and the slavery and the people living in Egypt. It wasn't so much fun, was it? No. But God takes care of his children, even through trials. We are his children, too. Thank Jessica. She did a wonderful job of explaining the story. Thanks, Jessica. You're welcome. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, <laughs> Jessica. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's time to pray. Why don't you pray for us, Alexa? Dear God, thank you for your word and the wonderful stories in it. Joseph's story is such an interesting story, and we can learn a lot from it. Thank you that you've given us the ability to study your word. Help us to use it wisely. In your name we pray. Amen. Did you learn to trust God even through hard situations? Tell us about a time you had to trust in God. You can send it to us the old-fashioned way at Karen and Kids, Post Office Box 168, Timonium, Maryland, 21094. Or email us at karen at com. Join the Kids Club at our website, www.com. 
karenandkids.com. And remember that God knows what he's doing, and you can trust him through hard situations. See you next time. support make Karen and Kids possible. Karen and Kids is written by Karen Mortimer and the kids. Our music is produced by John Grant at Secret Sound Studio, and our program is recorded and edited by Tony Corelli at Purple Dog Studio. (laughs) 